my brothers and sisters in Christ, I come to you on this joyous occasion of the birth of Christ and now a new year. And here's what I think the new year represents and should represent to all of us. That we have so much to give thanks for. We have so, so much to give thanks for every day of our lives. We need to give thanks to God for all the wonderful, wonderful, wonderful things that He does in our lives. And now, He's given us one more year of life for us to make a difference on this planet. A difference to one another, our families, our brothers or sisters, our home, our, our homeless people. I mean, there's so much that we can do. And right now, God has given us another opportunity. Another opportunity to give thanks for the great miracle of life. And now we have another opportunity to, for us to really praise His name, glorify His name. And for us to pray for the world, pray for each other, pray for a great healing on our planet. This is what I'm talking about, my friends. God's giving us a great opportunity. You know, when you think about it, now I was just talking to one of my sisters in Christ and having a little talk and... And she's right when she says, you know what? How lucky and fortunate are we as Christians that God has chosen us to do his work? How lucky are we to know that we are his children? We are beloved by him. What a great thing. To think about. What an awesome, awesome, awesome thing to think about. And we got to think about that a lot. You know? Because we have a lot to give thanks for. We really do. We get up in the morning. We have our jobs. We have the people we work with that we need to pray for them. Those who are not saved. We need to... Uh, Really, really, really just pray for those that are less fortunate. We need to ask God's divine intervention and His forgiveness. We We need to pray to God for Him to give us the humility in our hearts, in our minds, and in our lives to make us more humble. So that we can reach out to others. God gives us the opportunity. We are so blessed and fortunate. That he gives us the gift of life every day. That we have so many blessings. Food in our homes. Our children are fed. Clothes on our backs. A roof over our heads. We are so, so blessed. 
This is another year to go out and preach the word of God. I don't mean to act like a pastor or a preacher, but, you know, share the word of God. God has given us one more year to go out there, make a difference to the world, to praise his name, to teach others about him. This is what we need to do. So we need to really go out there and bring as many people to Christ as possible. We know that some won't listen. We know that. And for those who don't listen, we need to pray. We need to pray wholeheartedly. You know, we really, really do. You know, I belong to a wonderful church called Renewed Life Church. It's in Zephyr Hills. It's on uh, on 8th Street. And you know what? That congregation, our congregation is so divine. You know, the Spirit of God is right there because everyone helps each other. Everyone is right there to stand by each other. It's amazing how the Spirit of God works. As long as you live with Christ inside you, you're blessed. You're fortunate. You're very, 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 very fortunate. We, right now, have the greatest opportunity again in our lives to renew our relationship with Christ, which is important is to constantly renew our relationship with Christ. To ask for His forgiveness for our mistakes. To ask His forgiveness for our sins. To ask His forgiveness for hurting other people, verbally or otherwise. We need to ask God for constant blessings on our families, our wives, and our children, especially our wives, husbands. Love your wives as I loved the church. That says it all right there. God puts people in our lives for a reason. And sometimes we choose the wrong thing, but that's okay, because if we ask God for his enlightenment and his guidance and his direction, he'll give it to us. He will give it to us. It's all about forgiveness and salvation. That's what it's all about. Forgiveness and salvation. You know, I think about all the things that I've gone through in my life. And I mean some really bad things. And how God has managed to save me. And to bless me with so many wonderful gifts. And I don't mean material things. I mean wonderful gifts. People in my life. People that have come into my life. People that love me and I love them. You know, love, love, love that great word that God gave us. The ability to love, to feel in our hearts, that which he felt for us when he went to the cross. Can you imagine? 
He was born without sin and died. And when he died, he took our sin with him and destroyed us so that we will have eternal life and forgiveness. Just think about how great that that miracle was in itself. The man of God, the son of God, died on that cross for each and every one of us. And we need to forgive each other. Pride, pride should never exist. Arrogance, arrogance should never exist. That's not the what it's not what God intended us to do is to be arrogant. No. Not at all. To be prideful? No. Not at all. Just remember what scripture t- tells us. Humble are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Think about it. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. So God says that the meek, they're humble. And they are the ones who will inherit the earth and make a change. And we need to make a change now. Not tomorrow, not the next day, but now. We're celebrating two great events the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ in the beginning of a new year where God has given us the opportunity. He's given us the gift of being able to go out and and talk about him and share his word with people and share our love with people. Get rid of the get rid of the anger. Get rid of the of of the um of that arrogance that some of us have. Let us learn how to forgive. Let us all learn how to forgive the way that Christ forgave us. And we need to ask him for forgiveness every day. Let's face it. We are fleshly men. And fleshly man is not good. Fleshly man in itself, he's, he's evil. But with the grace of God and accepting God in our lives, in our hearts, and in our minds, we don't have to think about this fleshly body because now we're one with Christ. And when we leave, when we leave this planet for once and for all, The flesh stays behind. Doesn't go into heaven because flesh cannot enter into the kingdom of God. The fleshly man cannot enter the kingdom of God. The spirit only can enter the kingdom of God. So we have to remember that. And it's so important. For instance, there was a man named, this is in uh, John 3. And it's verse 3. He says, there was a man named Nicodemus, a Jewish religious leader who was a, a, um, oh, my glasses, who was a Pharisee. 
after dark one evening, he came to speak with Jesus. Rabbi, he said, we all know that God has sent you to teach us. Your miraculous signs are evidence that God is with you. And Jesus replied, I tell you the truth, unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. And the Pharisee asked him, well, what do you mean? Exclaimed Nicodemus, how can an old man go back into his mother's womb and be born again? Jesus replied, I assure you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the spirit. Humans can reproduce only human life, but the Holy Spirit gives birth to spiritual life. So don't be surprised when I say you must be born again. The wind blows wherever it wants, just as you can bear the wind, but can't tell where it comes from or where it's going. So you can't explain how people are born of the Spirit. And that's what I like to bring up is what I've been talking about all along, being born of the Spirit. That's accepting Christ as your Lord and Savior. Water baptism, then baptism by the Holy Spirit. You know, our faith is tested every day. And we know it. Our faith in Christ is tested every day. Because God is looking for that one moment that he will see us do great things for one another. That, to me, is everything. Is being able to do God's work. I am so happy. I am so happy that Christ has given me a chance to go out, be one of his children, one of his disciples, and to be part of his family, and to go out and preach the word. I'll tell you, it's such a wonderful, wonderful thing when we accept Christ into our lives. We go about our business every day like as if that's going to make a big difference when we get to heaven. It won't. We're going a mile a minute trying to buy as many toys as possible for our lives. I want a new car. I want this. I want that. I want that. It's all going to stay here, you know, when you leave. So just imagine that. The most important thing that we need to focus on is salvation through Christ. That's the one important thing that we need to think about is our salvation through Christ by doing his work here on earth, doing his will here on earth as it is in heaven. That's what we need to focus on. We need to stop focusing on the, on the stupid things of life that have no value. The worldly things have no value, my friends. It's not going to make you any happier. It might make you happier for one second, two seconds a day, but that's about it. But how about eternal 
eternal happiness. Do you really do you really want to throw that away? Eternal salvation, do you really want to risk throwing away the chance of being in the kingdom of God and our names being written down in the book of life? I've been pounding this since I started doing this podcast <clears throat> in hope that someone out there will start to receive a blessing from Christ. That all of you out there can understand Jesus Christ was born again this holiday. But remember, when he was born, he already knew the sacrifice that he had to make. He knew what was going to happen to him. Just like he knows each and every one of us before we're born. He knows what our name is going to be, how many hairs on our head. There isn't anything about us that Christ does not know. <clears throat> Excuse me. So keep that in mind. When you go about your daily business and you see someone that is struggling, do you just ignore them? Well, you stop to find out how you can help them. That's why we're on this world. Love is such a wonderful, wonderful thing. Love is not an object. Love cannot be seen. Love is felt. Love is doing. Doing for others what, what they can't do for themselves. So I'm praying that this new year brings peace to our planet. We need to pray for peace in our planet, for healing in our planet from this horrible virus. We need to pray for our president, his wife, his family, Vice President Pence, his wife and his family. And may God pour his blessings on the administration to change them, Lord, to drive all these demons away. We need to pray for that. We need to ask God for a mighty, mighty, mighty miracle of a huge blessing, a huge anointment on Washington so that our country can return to the Christian beliefs that our country was established. Well, I'm not going to beat you up anymore. <laughs> I'm not going to keep on going. I've been told I can get a little wordy, so I'm going to like cut it short right now. And I just want to wish each and every one of you a blessed, miraculous new year. The start of a new life. In Christ Jesus. That's what we need to do. I want to close with a short prayer. Bear with me here. 
Let's bow our heads and close our eyes. Father in heaven, we thank you, Lord, for your son, Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for giving us the gift of life. We thank you for the forgiveness of our sins. And Father, we will constantly pray, Lord, for direction and wisdom from you, Lord, to make the right choices. Always to help those that are more in, that are less fortunate than we are. And Father, let us remember our families. Let us pray for God's anointment on us as husbands, on our wives, on our children, on our parents, on our neighbors. That's what we need to do. We need to pray for them. And Father, thank you, Lord, for providing us all the wonderful things that you do for us each and every day. And Father, we ask all this in the glorious name, the highest name above all names of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.